Welcome to The Church Door, a place where I can post my Bible studies and sermons for your listening pleasure. I'm the Reverend Matthew Fenn, pastor of St. Peter's Evangelical Lutheran Church in Stratford, Ontario. Thanks for tuning us in. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. What's the tallest building you've ever seen? CN Tower? Maybe a skyscraper in New York City? Postcards and photographs are taken of major city skylines, which are dotted with buildings which seem to defy gravity. But to see the buildings up in person, that's truly breathtaking. You stand at the bottom of what looks, and you look up, at what looks like an unending conglomeration of concrete, glass, and steel. And every so often, what was once the tallest building is soon dwarfed. Today's Old Testament lesson contains the story of mankind's first skyscraper. The descendants of Noah moved toward the east, and they came upon a flat plain that was very fertile. The place was called Shinar. We would call it Iraq. It's that area of Mesopotamia right around the Euphrates River where Babylon once stood. Now this place didn't only have the materials to make bricks, it also was rich with bitumen, an asphalt-like substance that could be used for mortar. Someone, we're not told who, got the bright idea of using this stuff to build, specifically a city and a tower. However, God was not happy with this development. And that raises an interesting question. Why? What was their sin? What was so bad about building a city and a tower. Haven't we already said that our world is filled with cities and skyscrapers today? So, what's the difference? God had commanded Noah, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. However, the people in our text didn't like that idea. Instead of filling the earth, they wanted to fill the plain of Shinar. They made this clear when they stated the reason for their building the city. Come, let us build, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. They knew that God had wanted them to fill the earth, and they did not care. They were full of hatred towards God, and it was their purpose to defy his almighty power. They said, Let us build for ourselves a city, and let us make a name for ourselves. These people were filled with an arrogant pride. Their ambition was to become more than what they were. They defied God, and now, in their arrogance, they would become the masters of their own destiny. No one will tell them what to do. And if that was not bad enough, they set up false worship. Let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the heavens. 
What they built is called a ziggurat. These were step-shaped pyramids. And at the top, colored in sky blue, was a temple or a shrine where the gods were said to dwell in. They invented their own gods and they made temples for them. Some major Mesopotamian cities had them. The people who built these temple towers, they sought to link heaven and earth. They built a tower to try to ascend up into heaven by their own efforts. They had rejected what the true God had told them and instead were trying by their own self-invented works to get to heaven. And the Lord came down. That is not a good thing. The Lord came down to see exactly what was going on among these men. Sometimes a parent will say to their child, Don't make me come down there. Well, the Lord came down there. The men in our text, they sought to defy the will of God. And yet God got his way in the end. The Lord came down and undid everything that mankind intended to do. Mankind intended to build a great city. And the Lord came down and the city was abandoned. They were going to build a tower so high it would connect earth to heaven. But the Lord had to come down to see it because it was so small. They were going to gather together to avoid being scattered over the face of the earth. And the Lord came down and scattered them anyway. They were going to make for themselves a great name. And they had in their ambition to become greater than what they were. To become masters of their own destiny. To become gods. And the Lord came down and called the name of that place Babel, which means confusion. Do you think that things have changed at all? Do you think humanity has become any better? Do you think we're any better? An honest examination of ourselves, our own hearts, will show that we are just as defiant of God. We all seem to have that favorite commandment we like to break. We're all just as disobedient as those men were at the Tower of Babel. We have not changed. We're still just as proud. We still think that we are the masters of our own destiny. We have rejected God's law and exchanged it for our own subjective morality. We have not changed. And worse, we're just as idolatrous as they were. We think that by our own works and efforts, we can make a name for ourselves and maybe be admitted into heaven. We think that science and technology will be the answer to all our problems and will bring in an era of untold peace and prosperity. Many think that if they live a decent life, if they try to obey God's law to the best that they can, that God will reward them for their efforts. Still others, they invent their own spiritualities, their own faiths and good works. 
I'm spiritual but not religious seems to be the dominant religion today. We have not changed. When people reject God, they replace Him with gods of their own making. When people reject God, they think that their own self-made works will get them up into heaven. We're building our own towers and climbing our own ladders into heaven. And one day, the Lord will come down and judge us, even as he judged them. What's then the connection between the Tower of Babel and Pentecost? Why is it that this reading was chosen for today? Pentecost is God's reversal of the Tower of Babel. Pentecost is the reversal of the Tower of Babel. It's the reversal of this confusion. Notice the similarities. When the Lord came down at Babel, he confused the people's tongues so that they could not understand each other. And as a result, their unity was broken and they dispersed. When the Lord came down at Pentecost, the disciples spoke in other tongues. The crowd there was from every nation under heaven. And they heard the disciples speaking in other tongues and they were confused. And afterwards, the disciples were dispersed into all nations. It's Pentecost. And the Lord came down and caused all those who were present in that house to speak in other tongues. And what was it that they were saying? What did that crowd from every nation find so confusing? The disciples proclaimed the mighty works of God. This contrasts with the man at the Tower of Babel, who said, let us build ourselves a city and let us make a name for ourselves. They did not proclaim the mighty works of God. No, they proclaimed themselves and their own made-up religion. And the Lord came down and confused their languages and scattered them. But the disciples did not preach themselves or a made-up religion. As St. Paul says, For what we preach is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, with ourselves as servants, for Jesus' sake. They did not preach self-made works. They preached the mighty works of God. Those mighty works of God that the disciples were proclaiming were the mighty works of Jesus. They proclaimed this message. The Lord came down. The Lord came down and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary. The Lord came down and was made man. The Lord came down and was crucified for us under Pontius Pilate. And the Lord did not come down from the cross. Because on that cross... He suffered and died for us. And the Lord came down from the cross and was buried. And on the third day, he rose again and ascended into heaven. And the Lord will come down again and judge both the living and the dead. The Lord came down. 
and he came down for you. Mankind does not earn its way up into heaven with self-made religion. There are no towers you can build, no ladders you can climb. No human achievement is great enough, and you can never make yourself important enough for God to notice you. We cannot, by our own reason or strength, believe in our Lord Jesus Christ or come to him. God himself comes down to us. That's the point of today's lessons. God himself comes down to us. The Lord came down among us. The Lord came down for us. And 50 days after the crucifixion, the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, came down and enabled those disciples to proclaim that message. He did this so that we may know that it is through Christ. It is through Jesus' holy, innocent, bitter suffering and death. His resurrection and his ascension. That the curse of the Tower of Babel is undone. We don't gain access to God by our own efforts or achievements, but because the Lord came down and suffered and died on your behalf. Through Christ, you gain access to God. Today, Pentecost, that redemption is preached in the whole world, in every language, in the gospel, by the Holy Spirit. And now, humanity's divisions cease because all are one in Christ. Pentecost is the reversal of the Tower of Babel. We don't name, make a name for ourselves. We are baptized into the Lord by the Lord into his name. We are united together with each other, with all the faithful through his word. The Lord comes down to us and brings forgiveness to us. The Lord came down. And because of this, we have hope and we have salvation. Amen. And may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. You've been listening to The Church Door. Thanks again for tuning in. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, you can reach me, Pastor Matthew Fenn, at revfenn, R-E-V-F-E-N-N, at iCloud.com. Look forward to to having you with us again next time.